you are about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. When it comes to family, we're all still children at heart. No matter how old we get, we always need a place to call home. Because without the people you love most, you can't help but feel all alone in the world. Fortunately, misery loves company. Well, for now at least. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we watched season three, episode six, Enough About Eve, original air date October 19th of 2009, written by Jake Coburn, directed by John Stevens. Jake Coburn, never, haven't heard of him on this realm yet, so. No. Summary for the episode Dan invites Olivia to meet his parents, which leads to all sorts of problems for the new couple. Serena and Nate team up to help Carter. Vanessa and Blair compete for the freshman toast. Michelle's face is just really funny. Um, (laughs) Our glassful gossip tonight is titled The Freshman Toast. We had a bottle of sparkling dry white wine we needed to drink during this episode. I'm glad that we did because, boy... Was it a doozy? <laughs> I I was saying to Liz during our watch. She's like, this is a dream, right? This is a joke? Well, it felt because last week was fun and it was a good episode. And then it was more heartfelt and a little lighter and serious. I mean, this was light, but also really shitty. And just annoying. And I'm still mad about Scott. I know you are. I can't get past it. I know. It. I almost like didn't even I kind of regret maybe telling you uh no because I would have been bitching about it every week I know and it would have came like down to season six you're like wait Scott doesn't come back right <laughs> where's Scott I yeah. can't let it go I know we can't let a lot of when people go to the island it's hard it's for us really hard, especially if I don't feel there was a good resolution with it there was no none I mean s- sort of to kind an of. extent but also it's like like Aaron, your family. Oh so why God. are you what not f- around? You know, I've been wondering where is Eleanor. I she hasn't been around either. She's not on the island. Well, thank goodness. Yeah. Um. So there's that, but mm. she doesn't really have a mother figure. Hence, why she's being so fucked up. I mean, she's always Blair. I'm talking about. Right. If you couldn't understand. Yeah. Um. She just she needs someone to be like. You need to learn a lesson here. Even though Chuck is trying, nobody can get through her thick skull. Like, I need to be on top. I need to just take down everyone who's in my way. It's so boring. It is. And also because she's dorming, I don't even think her mother could mother. No, she couldn't even do it. You're right. And Chuck is trying. I will give him props to that. Totally. It's just so. Okay. I'm going to ask a question. Yeah, please. And you probably can't answer it. Well, maybe. Does Blair mature you know how here's my example you know how brooke yeah brooke, brooke, it took a while for and us remember to... how much i we were not on the brooke train no i mean it was after they kind of went and graduated that yeah. we we're like oh brooke is great love brooke yeah i can't believe i'm saying that i can't believe we i'm lo- saying that no i'm totally. gonna and retract brooke, that we mean brooke davis from one tree hill very similar character in a sense where yeah but uh, Brooke just she grew out of it so much nicer and in a way where she Blair is just so evil. Yeah. Where right. Brooke at least still even though like her mother was cold and her father wasn't around, 
she still kind of formed like a decent being a decent human where Blair, she just like she has her good moments. But other than that, she's not a good person. And I also feel like we've seen on One Tree Hill after high school is when all our characters matured. Oh, yeah. Even Brooke got better towards the end. Really, Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Better. And then people also put Summer Roberts in this category. Def- Summer matured we can't the quickest, even, the I, quickest be- between the three. Yeah. We can't so even put her, in, can't this even put her in the category. But Blair, you're in college now. And I get that it's hard to, it's her first semester, new beginnings. It's hard to change your ways. I guess, I don't know if I'd be happy if, if she became a different person. I'd be like, wow, that was quick because I'm sure I'd have words about that. Right. But this, I'm like, when does when is our change coming? Right. Is it come? Does it come? It does. I mean, from what I remember, and granted, guys, I and you haven't seen I everything. Haven't seen past past three, so I know what potential she has as far as like what happens in the future. But I don't know when we finally okay. kind of turn the tables. I have an inkling of when it happens. Obviously, I won't say anything. But um, yeah, it just. It's really it's really hard to watch for the audience. Us watching her be so childish. Yeah, it's hard. It's, it's really, really hard. And then there's those people out there, and I'm not knocking you guys, that are like, Queen Blair forever. She can't do anything wrong. I love her pettiness. It's like, well, no. She needs to mature. And she doesn't do that. And Chuck did it pretty quickly. I mean, he kind of had to. Serena kind of... <laughs> She really has not been on our shit list this, these past no, few episodes, that. which is great. Dan has is flourishing beautifully. Nate, I God, Nate, forget Nate. Nate. <laughs> you know what? Also, too, and I said this a couple episodes ago, or I say it every episode. It's a soap opera, right? Very. I ha- and when I and again, I'm going to bring up this, so I'm sorry if I sound like a broken record. But when I watch Melrose plays, yeah, there's characters on there. Where one episode they're best friends and they get each other, and the next episode they're not, and you're like, wait, this doesn't really make sense. And you're like, oh, forget all of that. It's a soap opera. So I this watch is different eyes, just like that. The, I know. Like this. And I have to remind myself, this is just like that. And I find myself as even tonight when we were watching internally, I'm like, this is just soap opera. Let's like be like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. I can't believe it's happening. And I am. It's just affecting me differently. Yeah, I know. You're trying to take like the ridiculousness. I shouldn't. For what it is. Like, well, okay. Yes, 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 yes. But it's hard when you do see with like when granted when Blair won the prom queen, we're like, "Ugh, Blair won the prom queen." Right. But then she had that moment where like, "I am past this. I should be a different person. Nate and I don't work. This is high school." And I was like, "Okay, Blair." And then even the beginning of 3, she wasn't terrible. Her and Chuck were doing that game, and oh, then she yeah, yeah. then she pretty much they they stopped doing it because she said that she wasn't happy doing that. And they accepted that. But the more and more like then she meddles in Serena's life and meddled in Nate's life and she she's just not happy with herself. Well, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, and it's so it's so hard to watch, but also if you're 19, 18 years old, I guess it kind of makes sense. She's just used to being this way. Yeah. So we have to just take it at that. Yes. Let's talk about the episode. Okay. Michelle and I had uh, a lot of internet connection issues tonight. You guys that were in the chat understand our dilemma. So I'm going to sum this up as best as I can. Michelle, I'm sure, has questions. I do. I missed some parts where I was like, wait, right. what? I will clarify. Thank so you. we'll open the episode. It begins with Blair dreaming about the movie All About Eve. However, 
She's playing Betty Davis. Ooh, burn. And Vanessa is Eve in this scenario. So already you open up. It seems as though Vanessa is taking over to be Queen V at NYU. So Blair wakes up. Chuck sees that she had a nightmare and he goes to comfort her. He's concerned that this dream isn't an Aubrey an Audrey Hepburn movie. And he believes it's about NYU and how she hasn't conquered the social hierarchy yet. And so to make herself feel better, she peps herself up by just saying, I'm Audrey, I'm Audrey, I'm Audrey. (laughs) (laughs) At the Humphrey Loft, Vanessa is catching up with Rufus on being married. And he's so sweet. He's like, married life is the best. And, you know, besides being insanely in love with each other, it's great. I got my Welcome Back Cotter mugs. It's just really It's really sweet. And so then Jenny comes in reading a article about Vanessa that's in the NYU school paper. And so Dan is talking about how Vanessa is a shoo-in to give the freshman toast at parents' weekend. Very interesting that this is even an event. Like, why is this a thing? It's such a, it's a very prestigious event that only one freshman can speak at. I mean, out of all the freshmen, Vanessa... Vanessa. Which is pretty awesome for her. Yes, it is. But also, Blair, of course, has her name written all over it. Yeah. So Vanessa says that she doesn't want to get her hopes up because there is another uh, female student at NYU that the alumnus has told her that it's between the two of them. Right. Rufus asks if she's going to invite her parents to Parents Weekend, and Vanessa sadly replies that her parents hate that she's at a private college, which is so sad. Yeah. But that it would be amazing if they did come anyway to support her. Rufus states he'll be there no matter what and claims Dan will be there too, but Dan states he wants to spend some time with Olivia now that she's back from Tokyo. Rufus tells him to invite her to the speech. Dan is clearly hesitant because this is the first time he's she's going to meet his parents. They really haven't been dating all that long. But Vanessa and Jenny are like, she seems cool, and encourage him to ask her anyway. And she's a freshman. And she's a freshman, right. So wouldn't she go to a freshman dinner? She is a freshman, right? Yes, Yeah. she's dorming right, with Vanessa. Right, she's dorming with okay, Vanessa. Okay. Later on at NYU, Amalia is reading the article about Vanessa, and Blair claims that she put feelers out to get the speech over her. As she's speaking, Vanessa has already spoken to Josh Ellis, and he told her pretty much, like, you got it. Start writing your speech. This guy's an asshole, by the way. He keeps flopping back and forth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we have a scene where Olivia and Dan meet up, and she gifts him a compliment watch that she got him from Tokyo. <laughs> it's really cute. Yeah, it is really cute. And they're very lovey-dovey, and he ends up inviting her to the freshman dinner. She delightfully accepts because she's happy to meet anyone's parents, since in the past she has not even come close to that. And the two of them share some very cute kisses. I like this. Well, we were saying how they really have good chemistry. Yeah, I feel as though Penn and Hillary have great chemistry. And so it really brings up, like, you're like, oh, this is a nice relationship. It's a normal, even though she's a celebrity, it doesn't feel that way with him. I'm laughing yeah. because you just said Penn. And I'm like, like who? who the fuck is Penn? <laughs> who? Padge Bentley. Padge Bentley. Padge no, but, Bentley. No, but in all truthfulness, we were also saying... During the watch, that they have more chemistry, we felt we're more excited for them than Sag. Than Sag. 
Yeah. So you Sag people out there. Sorry. 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 Sorry, not sorry. We really enjoy Olivia and Padge together. Yeah. Very cute. We have a scene. Vanessa is leaving her mother a voicemail to tell her that she probably is making a speech and she hopes that she can make it regardless of her views on college. Blair is seen planning her speech and the minions are confused as to why she's prepping because they believe Vanessa's giving the speech. During this time, we see Josh answer the phone and he tells the person on the other line that she was actually their first choice and he's really happy that she's taking their offer. We pan, the phone call is to Olivia on the other side of the phone call. So, yikes, this cannot be good. I also didn't see this coming, so I thought this was a good one. Oh, good, good. And this can only be bad things for everyone because now Vanessa Blair and Olivia are all pretty much competing. Even though Olivia is a shoe and she's the one who got it, but Blair and Vanessa don't know that. (laughs) Right. And Olivia ends up keeping this speech a secret from Dan. So this is confusing to me. You're going to an event. He invited you to the event. And then you say, yeah, I'm going to go, but I'm also going to make a speech and surprise you. And you also, (laughs) she knew about the event, obviously, because you were invited to speak at it. Right. And she wasn't going to go. And now that Dan's inviting you, wouldn't you have said like, oh, I was going to go to that. And I also got an offer to get do the speech. Yes. Why wouldn't we say this? And to keep it a secret, because she wanted to keep it a secret to just do the speech during the dinner as a surprise for him. Right. That's strange to me. Strange too. Yeah, I totally agree. Blair ends up going to Josh's office to talk shit about Vanessa. Josh then has to tell her that Olivia Burke is the one that is giving the speech. That was their first choice. He claims her new boyfriend convinced her to do it. And he says that even if Olivia did not do the speech, Vanessa still would be the next in line. Like Blair, get it through your head. You're not going to make the you speech. weren't even a candidate You're not even con- you were not considered for it but this is blair and so then blair comes out of the office with vanessa standing there and says to her that olivia's giving the speech and vanessa realizes that she kind of did this to herself because she told dan to invite her which i'm like no no you didn't do this to yourself but then vanessa thinks that it's possible olivia would give up her spot if she knew that they were competing which uh, later on, we know she totally would have. Right. But Blair states it's unlikely since she's an actress who loves the spotlight. It's just a Come lot. On. And of course, this goes without saying, but I'm going to say it. It's just a lot of miscommunication. Lot loads. And because of that, that makes the episode. And if we didn't have it, we wouldn't have a good episode. Well, right. We wouldn't have the episode. And Munasa is also like contemplating maybe if I tell Dan, he'll tell Olivia and they'll change their mind. But then Blair talks her out of that plan as well. So Vanessa's really letting Blair get to her, yeah, you know, her brain. And she decides that she needs to do something more drastic. So Vanessa tells Dan to uninvite Olivia and not even go to the event itself. And Dan questions why Vanessa's acting this way. And she states, Olivia's freaking out about meeting her parents. And now Dan and Olivia have to stay in and make chicken because Vanessa made this lie, which is completely false. It Right. And, and then why couldn't Dan have talked to her about it? I also don't understand how Padge goes to her and says, hey, instead... I'll just make us a chicken. Right. Like, well, let's not go to that. Let's just eat in. And why didn't she say, like, either, yeah, let's get, let's have the chicken before the dinner 
or, or the speech. It's a speech, right? Yeah, it's a speech. Or let's go to the speech, have the chicken after, or let's right, have the chicken like, on another night. I know. They don't really show you, they don't show him telling they her don't. about this, so we don't know how it went down, but she then calls Josh to cancel, saying like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not actually going at all. Because I have one dinner date with a guy I'm right. seeing. It's so silly. And like, and I was telling Michelle during the whole chat, I'm like, at this point, how does Olivia not know that Vanessa was up for the speech? Wouldn't have Dan mentioned it was a possibility and this whole thing could have been avoided? Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. The miscommunication. Right. Or no communication, really. Zero. Yeah. So... Then Olivia is asking Vanessa if she should be freaking out because Dan uninvited her and doesn't want to go to the freshman dinner. And so Vanessa reassures her that it's fine. But then Vanessa's phone goes off and she realizes, okay, now I got the speech. She goes to take the phone call. And as she's on the <laughs> phone, one of Blair's minions is bringing coffee back. And she's like, oh, go tell Machiavelli. What does she say? Machiavelli. Machiavelli to, uh, that, you know, hope she enjoys my speech. Yeah, that was very funny. Yeah, and so Blair is still determined to take down Vanessa. And so she enlists Chuckaroo in this scenario. <laughs> the next day, Vanessa and her mother, Gabriella, arrive at the Vanderwoodsons, and Rufus is so happy to see them because it's been a while since they've seen each other, I guess. And she brings Lily some strawberry rhubarb jam. Delicious. I want that. I know. It sounds really good. Yeah. Lily states NYU is so perfect for Vanessa, and her parents must be so proud of her. But Gabriella states that she does not believe in private school because education shouldn't be for sale making things really awkward for everyone, <laughs> being that both all their children, except for Serena, are going to college. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they believe in this. Right. They eat the jam. <laughs> Lily goes on about Olivia and how she's such a great person. And then, uh, or, you know, does Gabriella know her? And she says, well, I don't really keep up with celebrities and them being shallow. And she continues to talk crap about them and about NYU so then Vanessa starts defending Olivia, who is actually calling her at that very moment to tell her that Dan has changed his mind about meeting his parents. And so she says that she's going to bring it up to him. And Vanessa says, well, no, 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 don't say anything because he didn't want you to meet his parents because they think that, you know, all celebrities are really pretentious and assholes. So Vanessa oh at this point God. is just spiraling. She's spiraling. And as much as I... Oh, this whole episode, I just kept grunting. I'm like, Vanessa, no. I give me look at her parents. Right. And then we look, we say that I should say that about everyone. Like, Blair, look how you were raised. But then I'm right. like, well, Eleanor, yes and no. I don't know. I feel like Eleanor's evolved a little bit. She has. Yeah. And it's just Vanessa's mom and her whole situation just sounds very sad and unsupportive. Definitely. Yeah, it does. And she got into NYU and now she has this opportunity to do the speech. Yeah. For you to not be I mean, yeah, maybe she's proud of her, but she doesn't like accept what it's she's doing. It's not in a positive way. No, she's just like, Yeah, I'm proud of you because you want to do it, but like I don't believe in it. Right. And that's pretty shitty. And so very shitty. In order, I guess maybe Vanessa felt like I need to prove to my parents like this is what I'm doing. You should be so proud of me. And so it just keeps like getting dangled in her face and then getting ripped away and then dangled again and ripped away. And so right. she's spiraling. And once her and Olivia hang up, Olivia tells Dan they should go to the event anyway because Dan birthed the chicken. Yes. <laughs> 
Yes, so they're going. We go to Chuck. They're at the bar. And he's excited to play the chair game again. And Blair states that he has to manipulate Josh Ellis, which is the alumnus that uh, chooses who we're making the speech. And you can tell that Blair is like making a scenario. She tells Chuck, oh, he double crossed me. He promised me this speech. So please, you know, go and do your thing. And so Chuck's on the job. So Chuck's making his move and Josh is into it. And ends Uh, up, as much as, like, Chuck's trying to tease him, he ends up really kissing him. And Blair pretends to catch them in the action. And so now as the audience, you're like, oh, she has blackmail on him. Maybe he didn't want the school to know that he was gay or something like that. But then it's revealed that Josh actually needed to kiss Chuck for a scavenger hunt. And so Blair set up Chuck, really, instead, when she could have just asked him to do this for her. Come on! Yeah, and so now Josh got his Chuck Bass kiss, (laughs) and Blair gets the speech, unbeknownst to Chuck. Chuck says that he was sad that he had to kiss someone who was not Blair, and wonders if she's going to the toast tonight now that everything is settled. Right. And so Josh tells Blair to be the one to call Vanessa, which is such an asshole move. Now you call Vanessa to tell her that you're making the speech instead. I'm sorry. This you're the person stupid. who's in charge of picking and in charge of all of this, this He's speech just a and hot dinner. mess, this guy. Even so in the chat, Jess was like, wouldn't you have already had picked who's going to be doing the speech? Like, How can you keep going back and forth and keep it so much up in the air? It's wrong. You're toying with people's emotions. Yes. And so he gives Blair the job. You need to call Vanessa. So she does, and she lets it ring like once and then hangs up before Vanessa can pick up. At this time, Gabriella apologizes sort of to Vanessa and states that she is proud of her and she is looking forward to her speech, even though she doesn't have the speech. (laughs) At the event... Blair tells Vanessa right away that she's doing the speech, and Vanessa is almost in tears, begging Blair, telling her that my mom is here and I cannot afford not to make this speech. Olivia and Dan arrive, and Olivia is acting quite obnoxious. Oh my gosh. To Lily and Rufus, saying something about Boo, the Malibu, and she knows Leo, and he's going to be her co-star, making it incredibly awkward using her fame. But then after a while, Dan's like, wait, what's going on here? And Who are so you? the two realize that Vanessa has fooled them both. Chuck arrives at the event, saying that his meeting got canceled, He so he was going to come, even though I'm pretty sure Blair said that she wasn't going to come. Right. And sees Amalia there, wondering why she's there if Blair's not there. And Amalia spills the beans that Blair's going to be making the toast instead. And then he sees her, like, canoodling off on the side with Josh. So he's like, what's happening here? Something is not right. (laughs) After that, Vanessa goes to confront Blair. While Blair is stating why she is so much better than Vanessa... Vanessa has hidden the microphone under her purse. It was sneaky. It was good. Yeah, and it has projected Blair's voice all over the room, and everyone heard exactly what she has to say, which she did not say good things. She also reveals she lied to Chuck. Which was the biggest. Which is the worst thing. Right. Yeah, and so after Blair finds out Vanessa has the microphone, she goes out to like a really silent, awkward room, Chuck sees her and is pissed, and she knows that, and so he walks off. 
Vanessa sees Olivia and Dan, and she's like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, both girls are in trouble. Hot. Olivia, Vanessa, and Dan talk about all the lies. Olivia said she would have given her the speech if she just asked for it. They don't understand why Vanessa had to lie to them. And then to make matters worse, Vanessa says that she wishes Rufus and Lily were her parents and Gabriella is standing right behind her. Of course. I mean, come on. Yeah. Ouch. And she's like, oh, I was just coming to say, like, I'm really proud and I'm looking forward to your speech, even though she wasn't going to be making the speech. Blair looks for Chuck. Lily tells her that he's gone. Lily says that Chuck would never refuse anything that you would ask of him. And she pretty much teaches her a lesson. And she says, without trust, you were at a loss. Lily's facial expressions oh, she was during so like, so this talk to Blair was me this entire episode. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> you're a petty bitch. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was yes, sipping Lily. that haterade. I love it. So Vanessa goes off after her mother to apologize and she feels awful. But then Gabriella says that she thinks NYU is changing her and that she should really think about who she is. Yes and no. College does change you, right? It does, yeah. But there's so much baggage here from the upbringing and the parents. And I'm not saying what her mom is saying, how knowledge should not be free. Right. And education should should be free, right? That right, 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 right. Yeah. That's what I meant. You, don't have, you shouldn't have to pay for it. You shouldn't it. have to pay for education. Sure. But I do believe in supporting your child. I don't have totally. kids. But I believe in supporting my friends and my if loved Soli ones. It was like... Mom, I need oh, this. Right. It's always my like, cat. Okay. Just yeah, so those sorry. who know. <laughs> Sully and Liam my are cat the cats. Were, I'd be like, yes, babe. Yeah. I'm with you. I support you. You're going to make a speech. I'm there. This is your life path. Right. Yes. You're you're happy with what you're doing. You're confident. You're not hurting anyone. Right. You're not yes. getting yourself into a bad situation. So what is, what is so bad about it? And I think her mom was going to realize that and then to the way she saw Vanessa acting and then Vanessa said, I wish my parents were Rubus and Lily. But like, also, how since we've met Vanessa, her parents have been absent. Right. And we know that they are, they don't accept the way that she's chose to live, even though this is really all stems from her relationship with Dan because Dan was the one who ended up going to the private school and meeting all of these higher class people. Right. Becoming friends with them, dating them. Right. And befriending Nate, who ends up dating Vanessa. So, like, she got herself in this circle. And unfortunately, she has always been the person that needs to prove herself to them. Yeah. And so this is, like, another way of her doing that. And it's, like, the, also, like, a class thing. Like, Yes, it is. I came here. I'm just as good as you. And just because you have money doesn't mean that you're any better than me. And that's what Blair was saying. Like, yeah, I am better than you because I have that. And that was fucking that was b- bullshit. Fuck, yeah, awful. Awful. And yeah. also, Vanessa's been living with her sister, right, when she was in high school? Right. So her sister was living in Brooklyn. I think her parents kind of traveled. Okay. They were doing things for, I think, underprivileged children or then, like, they were so they something mean with farming well, or something like that. But they're not really taking care of their own. Right. Like, they mean well outside of their home and then they come home and they're like, well, I wish you were like us. But – and Vanessa has great qualities. She and she is a giving person, but she wants something different and they just don't accept that. And that's really, really sad. Yeah. So, poor Vanessa, even though – what she like she, what she did was literally out of like pure desperation and like how do I stop 
spiraling and you just can't stop spiraling at that point. It was covering a lie with a lie yeah. with a lie oh, with a lie. God, it was so frustrating. Uh, Olivia, she ends up having to make the speech before she's trying to apologize to Rufus and Lily. Like, oh, yeah, I was acting really stupid. But then they call her to make the speech anyway. The next day, Olivia does go to the Vanderwoodsons for breakfast. And they understand why she was acting out the night before. They have a very sweet family breakfast with the Welcome Back Cutter mugs. Very so cute. cute. Blair apologizes to Chuck at his place, and he states that she doesn't respect him, which is 100% true. He says that he's in a meeting, and he closes the door on her, which then we pan to an empty apartment with Chuck. So he just needs his space. He's hurt. He's hurt. I feel for you. Understandably, Blair used him. He says, "You, you embarrassed me. You made me feel like I was one of those other people that you just manipulate. And she's like, well, you know, I'm not, you're not that person. He's like, do I? Because... You're not really proving me any different. And you know what? Going back to the top of the show where we're talking about characters changing, Chuck, I actually see changing. Totally. He's changing way quicker. Way quicker at a very rapid pace that I was hoping when we reached college, our characters would evolve. So, And I'm surprised that he's the one who's evolving faster than the others. Than the other. I know. And this is all just how the writers are doing it. And I can't, right. and to me, I don't know, this might sound crazy, but it's like, I don't even believe that Chuck as a person is actually doing it. It's just the way he's being written, which is like, yes, Michelle, those are obvious statements. <laughs> okay. I, I have to sit on that moment for okay. a second, but you sit on it. Yeah. We have our last scene of the episode. Vanessa calls her mom from the coffee shop waiting for her, but her mom has already got on the road. And clearly, they're both upset. Vanessa's devastated. She knows her mom is up, is mad at her. And she's just sitting there in just being down in the dumps. And then Blair, who's also upset from the night before and from just leaving Chuck's place, she comes and Vanessa says, hey, do you want my croissant? And the two sit together and, like, misery loves company. Like, they're not going to say anything to each other, but they're just going to sit there. And so... You know, watching this as a viewer, we're like, okay, are you guys going to be mutual and on the same team now or just not mess with each other? I want to believe that, but I don't believe it. Right. Because this is the Gossip Girl. Right. Because it's Gossip Girl. (laughs) And it's Blair. Yeah. So now that all of that is out of the way, we have a small, tiny part of the episode that you can pretty much forget about. I already have. Which is Nate and Serena. Serena goes to see Nate um, he has called her to come down to Tripp's campaign office to tell her about Carter, and he says that Tripp is running for Congress per grandfather's request. And Nate says that he's helping out with the election because the Buckleys have put an attack ad on him, and he found it to be quite personal from Bree. He mentions that he hasn't talked to Bree, and Serena also mentions that she's left Carter a dozen messages and he hasn't returned her call which is like maybe he can't (laughs) right well we know right it's not that he doesn't like you maybe he actually physically can't doesn't have his phone he you know what happened so uh nate tells serena that the buckleys want carter to work off his debt on one of their family's oil rigs but he believes that they're actually more interested in hurting him but than anything else however he has a plan to help him out I don't know why Nate would help him out. I know. I don't. I, I don't know. This because whole thing he cares about Serena. Me, I guess. But really, 
when we find out what it's about, it's really not about her at all. Um, Nate tells Serena that PJ Buckley, who is Bree's cousin, Beth's brother, is hosting a poker game, and he claims that they could pay for Carter's debt or play for Carter's debt. Nate makes it clear that he won't be the one playing. Serena will be the one because PJ hates him and he likes blondes. And Brie told Nate all of PJ's bluffing antics. So he'll be able to figure out if he's bluffing. So it's like Nate is really playing through Serena. Right. So stupid. What if you if they hate you so much, why would they even allow you to come in the room? Right. I wouldn't even let him sit next to Serena. Right. And so they go to the poker game. As we said, Nate and Serena both go and the buy-in is at $25,000. Serena sits in and she's quickly getting crushed. <laughs> she, I thought she got the bug, but she didn't. She sees it. Serena then raises the stakes and makes a deal to get Carter back. So PJ says that there's no way you can ever pay it back. There's so much he owes. And so Nate decides, I have this photo of Trip. He's holding a bong at his bachelor party, and you can use it as leverage if you win. So, of course, PJ agrees to this. He thinks it's a great idea. And little do you know, Serena ends up losing. So now PJ has the picture of Trip. Later on at Trip's campaign office, Nate and Serena feel absolutely awful about what happened, and Nate states that he has to be the one to tell his grandfather and that he'll leave Serena out of it. He walks off to make the call to his grandfather, and Serena overhears Nate telling his grandfather he's upset he had to lie to Serena, and he's holding a picture of the real photo of Trip, who he's not next to a bong. It's just kind of like a beer bottle. And Serena overhears this and she's upset and leaves. Like, why? Like, why? This is so stupid. It is so stupid. And so after Serena leaves, she goes to confront Nate about the photo. And he states if the Buckleys release that photo, then the Vanderbilts can release the real image to make it look like they the lied. Buckleys lied. Even though... There, there's a thing called Photoshop, right? And so either way, you Photoshop the picture. So who you both Photoshopped it. So who's anyone going to believe? No, to be honest, just... either way, it's shitty. Like I feel like it doesn't make any and, sense to me. And it's just a bong. And it's just it's, a bong. It's just there a bong. could be worse things we could Photoshop right, here. He could right. He could be like holding a gun. He'd be snorting coke. Like you know, it's just, regardless. Right, but yeah, whatever. Just the way that they're like, oh. God. We're gonna, they're gonna pretend like it was a real photo in, but we're gonna bring the real photo in there. I'm like, but you're photoshopped it anyway. So what is the purpose? I, whatever. It was so stupid. Serena tells Nate he's going to regret this and calls PJ in order to talk about Carter. So Serena does give PJ the real photo. Or no, I'm sorry. She tells PJ that it's a fake photo to keep him out of trouble. And so she knows Nate will be mad at her, but she doesn't care because now Carter's able to stay. But then Carter says that he doesn't want to stay due to Serena helping him because he wanted to do it himself. How dare you? Right? And pay his debt and settle it without her help because he wanted to prove, which I liked, I wanted to prove to myself and I wanted to prove to you that I could do it. Sure. And so he's just so upset that Serena bails him out that he leaves. Is he yeah. on the island? No, he's not. Okay. 
that's really this we this all wrapped it up. Line? It's ridiculous. Re- ridiculous so stupid and i i would have we could have just done without the whole thing yeah sure i didn't need to see them because honestly with all of the other things happening between vanessa and blair that's a full episode you could have just left nate and serena it's so true like off i said serena literally wore that purple dress the entire episode it was pretty much just like a matter of hours we could have eliminated the entire thing and serena could have got carter back in some other way regardless he was going to come back and it wasn't going to work out for them you know, right. it just wasn't going to right. happen. So Ugh. that's where we close. Uh, we have a lot to get through for our segments. So we'll see you guys in a few. I'm Lily. And I'm Britt. And we're the co-hosts of Lady Shit with Lily and Britt. We talk about anything and everything related to being women today. Like how much it sucks when people ask when you're going to have a baby. Or how much we love Michelle Obama. And is there a right way to do self-care? As doctoral students, we're occasionally smart, putting in a little bit of research into every topic we cover. But mostly, we're just ridiculous. As the guy who sold us our podcast equipment said, you're the kind of smart where you really have to dig... If we sound like your cup of tea or glass of wine, new episodes of Lady Shit come out every second Tuesday. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. Oh, and when you're searching, make sure Lady Shit is one word. Yeah, and you have to substitute the I for an exclamation point. Why did we make this so hard to find? I guess the guy at the store was right. Hope you guys had a good break. We are back with some trivia. The episode is based off the movie All About Eve, which we could predict since that was a dream sequence. And the dream sequence was the first that Blair does not dream in an Audrey Hepburn movie, which she said anyway. And fun fact, the purple dress Serena was wearing in this episode was also worn by Chantel Von Satan as Quinn James on One Tree Hill. So our worlds collide again. Quinny girl. And she wore it in episode five of season seven, Your Cheatin' Heart, which was in 2009. Okay. Fun. Yeah. Music in this episode, Aiken to be by the replacements home by edward sharp and magnetic zeros i'm in love with your rock and roll by kish move we're all the same by meeting places writing undone by meeting places strangers by dirty secrets unfinished business by white lies and the gentle rain by astrudo gilberto okay questions and comments over on instagram our buddy mike at del underscore vasto says the fall of vanessa has started (laughs) (laughs) This is how everyone opens up their paragraphs, by the way. Why couldn't she just be honest with Dan instead of lying, instead of listening to Blair? She should have known by now. It's always a game with her. It's clearly Blair who doesn't care who she hurts, and she proved that with Chuck this week. 
Olivia is probably the only other person that Mike likes Dan with besides Serena, which is great that he likes someone else besides Serena. Yeah, very happy for... He's always Team Sag. And to go off of that, what would Olivia and Padge's ship name be? He suggested Olodge, even though that's terrible. (laughs) All the ship names are Polivia. Olivia. It's like Pavlova. I don't none of them are good. They're really not okay. good. Olaj. Olaj. Olaj is kind of fun to say. It's fun to say. I it's don't. It's like a little Swedish name or yeah. something. Olaj. <laughs> it's like Sims. Komnishna. <laughs> oh, Sims is so oh, good. Oh, it's so good. It's been it's, it's been so a minute. Good. Yeah. Uh, Tish at Letitia underscore Dominique says she hated this episode and gave it a one out of three. Thank you, Tish. See, in the chat, everyone was saying that they like it or that it's fun. It's not their favorite. Right. But Tish, my girl, she's like, my nah. newbie, we're on the same page. She's like, this is unbearable. I can't take it. Thank you, Tish. Yeah, one out of three glasses of gossip from Tish. I would agree that. She's so sick of Blair and her NYU scheming. And she thinks Lily and Rufus's appearance were the only saving grace of the episode. Yeah, I totally can agree. agree with that. She says, in the books, Chuck was bisexual, so the thing between him and Josh wasn't surprising to her. And the episode made her realize why people dislike Vanessa. Her question to play off Mike's, how long do you see Olivia and Padge lasting? She gives it six more episodes. She thinks they're cute, but probably not endgame. Yeah, probably not endgame. <laughs> I say four episodes. Okay, so four from now. Which one are we in? Six, so episode 10 around? Yeah. Okay. Jess at Mrs. Boquest states that there's so much deception in this episode, but just wait, there's more to come. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Rihanna at Ree Simpson 13 says, lot to digest here. Nate and Vanessa being more awful than ever before. Nate and Vanessa. Yeah, Nate and Vanessa. It's true. We, I mean, we no, have seen true. some awful sides of Nate, but then he usually kind of, we understand why he's awful, but now he's just like, he's letting granddad get in there uh, again, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and Vic at Muse Chick, she says, just when we started feeling badly for Nate, dot, 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 she understands that many have their opinions on Vanessa. When did Chuck become a better person than Blair? She could see her and Vanessa being friendly for a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it, Vic. Yes, we have an email from Lisa. She said, Vanessa is terrible. But she loved Gina Torres as her mother. She found it very annoying seeing the back and forth with Vanessa and Dan and Olivia. Why did we have to do this? Yes. Yeah. Why did we? Thank you to everyone who sent their comments, questions. Much appreciated. We feel the exact same way. And when we get to MVP and Shittiest, I feel we'll all be on the same page. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so fashion and headband. I literally only had one. I had two. But just had three. I don't know where. Really, I only Jess? saw Amalia's that one time. I had, I saw, well, Amalia, yes, and the other girl I think had one. Oh, did she? At I one thought it point, was like her hair. It could have like been her hair. Maybe. Maybe I'm not counting. I had two. So okay. how I had well, the two? I only had one, so one to three headbands this sure. episode. Um, I really loved the beginning sequence, Vanessa and Blair's very old Hollywood dresses. Loved those. Yeah, I said everybody looks good in sepia. They really do. Even Chuck. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Looks good. Yeah. I uh, gave a nod to the Welcome Back Hotter mugs. Yeah. Really cute. I liked Vanessa's paisley velvet top that she wore in the beginning of the episode. It had like some 
like threads of metallic yeah. in it. It yeah. was just cool, different. I like Nate's gray button down. It was open a couple of buttons and he had a, a jacket. Yes, over I put Nate in all dress shirts. <laughs> Vanessa's like orangey red satin dress with the pleats that she wore at the Vanderwoodsons. Uh, Jess also really liked that. I liked the lava lamp in Vanessa's dorm room. Yeah, throwback. Michelle had a lava lamp. Sure did. Mm -hmm. We both loved Olivia's orange dress at the freshman toast. Can that be my MVP? Because honestly. It was such a cool look. I think it is just going to be my MVP. (laughs) Okay, sure. (laughs) That's what I'm going for. Uh, We also liked Olivia's black and floral dress that she wore to the Vanderwoodson brunch. We both said we think we had a dress that, or at least a shirt that looks like that. I think it was from Express. Yeah. And I wore it with a pink skirt. Mm -hmm. I have a a picture of it. Yeah. Blair's forest green dress with the zipper at the end. I liked her mustard purse that she had when she met with Vanessa in the end. Yeah. Serena's white top and high-waisted black shorts at the end. Love she that. looks amazing in all of that. Love that. Jess liked Serena's purple dress, the one that Quinn wore. Classic. She also liked Blair's black and beige dress that she wore when she was walking at NYU. Oh, okay. And yep. uh, Serena's black vest. Oh, well, many we have to give vest. a nod to the vest. <laughs> Some quotes. Always the understudy, never the star. <laughs> And something tells me we are in for a show. My special chicken. Irony certainly can be cruel. What are friends for? Well, rivals, but friends at heart. I'm pretty sure Belair said that. Knowledge shouldn't be for sale. I'm upset because I kissed someone who wasn't you. I don't worship at the altar of shallow celebrities. (laughs) Keep up, Bambi. (laughs) I had that one too. (laughs) I love it. The boo, as in Malibu. <laughs> the boo's Malibu. And then she goes, I love you too, bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gossip girl, misery loves company. Well, at least for now. Generations of breeding and wealth produced me. So true. But like, fuck that. But like, bitch. Yeah. Just really like when Rufus said, Dan, was that Blair on the PA? She really should have run that speech past someone. <laughs> <laughs> Without trust, you're lost. 100%. All right, time to go into our MVP and shittiest. Michelle struggled with this, but now we know who she's giving her yeah, MVP no, to. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm for real serious about my MVP. Okay. I, I was saying a list before we recorded that can we just have a bunch of shittiest this episode because I feel that there isn't an MVP. Right. But I'm, I cannot wait to hear who Liz chose. Yeah, um, who I chose was actually very similar to a couple of our listeners, but they do have okay. others that I was... I was happy to hear. Okay, so. cool. All right, on three. Yep. Three, three two, two, one. Olivia's dress. Well, I mean, Lily's <laughs> face was also going to be it. Right? So I chose Lily because she made a turnaround from last week with that whole sure. wedding fiasco. But I loved how she was so down to earth with the jam and the welcome back Connor mugs. <laughs> and Rihanna and Lisa and Tish also gave it to Lily for giving Blair the hard truth. Yes, thank you for parenting. Yeah. Mike gave it to Chuck this week. He was surprised for going along with Blair's game and for the fact that he admitted to kissing men in the past was so funny to him. (laughs) And Jess gave hers to Olivia because of her sweet Japanese presence and was excited to meet Dan's parents and totally would have given up the speech for Vanessa. Her blue ribbon also goes to Chuck for helping out Blair. Okay. 
good yeah, choices. So, I think they're solid choices. Very solid choices. All right, shittiest. This is this would be a fun one because everyone was pretty shitty. But I have my one. Okay, I know who yours is, but sure. I'm, I'm going to fuse. Hold on. Can I okay. fuse? I'm going to fuse it. I guess. Yeah, I feel like I have my shittiest, and then I have the rest I don't like. Right, like the the runner ups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not even blue ribbons, just like eh, the eh pile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah. Okay. All right. Ready? Three, Three two, two, one, Blair. Blair. <laughs> so you chose Vanessa Blair. I chose Vanessa and Blair. Both were awful in my opinion, but you chose just Blair, which I totally get. I did because the thing that I, again, what I said at the top of the show when we were talking about the recap, because now that we've seen Vanessa and her mother and what she's been going through and her spiraling of lying. It doesn't justify it. I'm not even no, saying doesn't. Vanessa doesn't deserve the shittiest spot. But Blair, the fact that you set up Chuck, and now here's I'm defending Chuck. <laughs> right. Which, what? Screw right? What happened? It's not right. No, it's Because not you should have just been honest with him. You two have such a relationship at this point where I feel like you guys have your own dynamic and weirdness that not everybody understands, but you all seem to root for. So if you were just honest with him, like, hey, can you help me out in this situation? That's all she had to do. This is all you had to do. I did not like that. Do not set up your lover. Don't blackmail them. Don't set them up. Don't use them. Not blackmail, but you know what I mean. Right. Don't set them up. I'm not for that. Totally. I 100% agree. Lisa also gave it to Blair alone for playing with Chuck and not here for them having issues because of this later on. She's not looking forward to that. Yeah. Mike and Rihanna gave it a three-way tie for Nate. And I love Mike says, doesn't he know Serena hates liars? (laughs) Blair and Vanessa. Mm -hmm. Jess gave it to Nair, Nate and Blair. Tish gave it to Vanessa and Blair like me, but then takes it back and says Blair is a little bit up before Vanessa. And then also just throwing in her actual privilege. Yeah, white privilege. she's better. (laughs) No. No, it's not not okay. That quote was so bad and cringy. Yeah. No. I know. That's why you're better. She literally feels she's better because of this. Mm-hmm. No. It's awful. Uh-uh, Blair. Yeah. No. Uh, Vic also chose Vanessa. So thank you to everyone who sent their MVP and shittiest because you guys definitely had opinions this week. It's hard not to. Right. All right. We're going to go into patron of the week. Yeah. Okay. A lighter <laughs> spot. We love yeah. this part. Right? It's patron of the it's week. It's patron of the week. It's This week, we had a wonderful guest come on the podcast the week that it went live, I should say, not the week that we're recording, but her name was Shannon. Hopefully, you guys take a listen, took a listen to her episode. She was such a great co-host. Everyone loved her insight. We were so happy to have her on. It was a blast. So I titled her Our Shining Star because her Instagram handle has to do with Star Wars, and I felt like it was fitting because she really shined. Oh, I love Aww. that. Shannon, we loved having you on the podcast. Yeah, and I remember when we picked her, I said it was Shannon. She's like, wait, is this me? Yeah, I was, was like, really funny. Yeah, she's like, I assume you guys have more than one Shannon. I was like, no, I'm, we actually have one Shannon and my sister, Shanna, and that's it. It's you, girl. It's you. And she was so happy. Okay, Michelle, hopefully next week, will be better for you. Um, 
it's 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 definitely more kind of condensed as far as like the drama goes like everyone's like not every which way with the drama it's like everyone's kind of on the same level sort of can i ask a question sure do we get to serena's dad anytime soon or should i let that go? oh no he's coming in this season okay uh mid to end maybe okay yeah so a few more weeks sure but he's coming now he's coming around the corner okay good (laughs) so the title for next week michelle is how to succeed in bassness Uh how to succeed in business were you there? Did our moms take us to see that? Oh, no, it must be me and my cousins. My mom and my aunt took us to see How to Succeed in Business, and we were probably like, I was probably like 10, 11, 12. We fell asleep. It was so boring. God forgive me. It was not a good show. Do you so remember sorry. the play we saw and who was working on his abs yes. in the aisle? <laughs> that was a pretty good play overall, but the celebrity was Pretty pretentious doing some uh, ab exercises, literally in the aisle behind us, making. He literally was like, <laughs> "We're like, oh my god, yeah." So, whatever. Um, okay, <laughs> I'll never my, forget. I'll never forget that either. My three gossip words for next week is or are three gossip words: costume, club, monster. Okay. This is how to succeed in bassness. Okay, so Chucky, Chucky is going forward with his club, mm-hmm. and part of me wants to think that it's kind of burlesque, which is costumey because of okay. what we saw last time. Yeah. Okay. It, it is a speakeasy. Speakeasy. So following so is this, there a costume? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, not all speakeasies have no, to go. No, not necessarily. But that's the route I think he's going. Okay. Burlesque. Club-esque. And then Monster. This can go multiple ways. Totally. And it does go multiple ways. Either Blair is the monster. His business grows to be a monster. There is just an energy of monster. I still want Georgina to come back and be the monster. Me too. Uh, But I think this will be a Chuck-heavy episode because of the name and because of opening up an industry. And Chuck, I'm really, really hoping that you don't become an asshole again because you're the only character that seems to be progressing. Yeah. So please don't make me regret saying this. I know. I know. And the way your face looks right now <laughs> is not promising. Um, I have to. I don't remember how I feel. Sure. I, that's fine. I, I mean, I did watch most of next episode, but it was um, it was pretty new to me actually. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited, though. No, I mean... I, I don't want to tell you why I'm excited. No, please don't, because that will ruin the fun. Yeah, it will ruin the fun. But, but that, I hope that my my three gossip words would kind of, like, form... Well, it why. has. Yeah. I mean, the fact that, I, again, I think a club is going to happen, I think it's going to be burlesque-themed, or we could go a totally different... I mean, r- hey, listen, I'm going to make a totally ridiculous... Thing, and it could be Monster Inc. theme, and they dress like, you know, what's his name? Sully. Sully and Mike Wazowski. I'll give you one fun hint. <laughs> Might give it away, but we are in October. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Halloween. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm losing my headphones. I love Halloween 
so much. Me too. It's my favorite, favorite, yeah. favorite holiday. So it is, yes, it's about his club, okay, okay. but maybe we there get a, also our costumes. Okay, so maybe we get a club opening and it's Halloween night. Mm-hmm. And then we get, to, <laughs> we, get like, to, yeah. we get to dress up and it's a big ball. Please let these costumes be good. And not just like, oh, here's my little masquerade mask. And you can still tell who I am. Right. Uh, so I'm excited for Halloween. <gasps> I love Halloween. Do you know who loves Halloween? Rufus. <gasps> That's all I'm gonna say. I just got. Chills. I'm just gonna give you. I wanted okay, to give you awesome. excitement after this week, which was so thank you so all much all over the place. That revved me up. <laughs> I love Halloween, especially because I feel like we had to wait so long for Winter Hill to get Halloween. I know, and the OC never, never does it. I know. Why did you guys do that, Schwartz and Savage? Come on. <laughs> it's not like a lawyer firm. Schwartz and Savage. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, who do you think Gossip Girl is? <laughs> oh, right. I forgot I have to do that this. That thing. I know. Um, Jenny. Jenny. Okay. Silent but deadly. Totally. She is silent She's reading the papers and she doesn't even go to that college. Right? But I guess like Dan would get it mailed to the loft because he I is don't care. living there. <laughs> what sister's reading that paper? <laughs> That's so true. Lisa newbie thinks Gossip Girl is still Dan. She's still going on that. Train. I love that. Keep it up, girl. Yeah, to a you public. ride that. Tish thinks this week it's Amalia. Yeah, okay. Because she could see that, and plus she's in with Blair, so she can get the Scooby. Right. Scoop. Yeah. Well, that is it for enough about Eve. Not all about Eve. It's enough. Eve. Enough. God, this episode was just enough, and I'm glad we're closing the the uh, chapter on this week's episode. It was fun to watch, though. No, it was it fun was. to watch fun. your reaction. You. The chat, everyone who hasn't seen it was like, wow, this is ridiculous, but also really funny. So I'm glad to all of you who have enjoyed. If you want to reach out to us, maybe you have some questions and comments for next week. Halloween, maybe something. Maybe tell us about your favorite Halloween costume. Please do. Yeah, maybe we'll do some more like in depth Halloween fun stuff next week. Uh, please reach out to us at Three Gossip Girls Pod everywhere. You can send us an email at Three Gossip Girls Pod at gmail.com. If you're an Apple Podcast user, you haven't wrote us a review or rated us, please consider doing it. It really helps out the show, helps out other people who like Gossip Girl. If you have a Gossip Girl loving friend, send them our way. Tell them that we're pretty cool. Maybe you, they want to join and listen al- along each week. Be our friend. Yeah, please. We need new friends. <laughs> you can head over to ItTakesThreeNetwork.com and check out our Patreon page. We have some fun bonus goodies over there. You can join our Netflix parties every Thursday. We love having the chat. It's the best part of our week. So, so fun. definitely check that out. And until next week, everyone, we'll see you for spooky. No, I'm Ooh. kidding. <laughs> All about the bassness. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. Girls.